0: So, if you could be here around 9, that would be
1: great. Okay. Well, listen here. Hello, I'm Miss H, and today Mr. O and I will be discussing season 5, episode 6 of Love After Lockup. On this episode, Andy doesn't get the hint with Brittany, Melissa gives Louie the silent treatment, Brittany and Keyrock get stood up by Brittany's dad, Anthony is tired from Charay's snoring, and Joy is late to Red's release. If you like what you hear, please give us a rating. And if you watch 90 Day Fiancé, check out our other podcast channel, 90 Day Mk, Teachable Moments with Miss H and Mr. O. Thanks and enjoy. Step one, step two, step three, step more. Hello, Miss
0: H. Hello, Mr. O. How are things going with you?
1: Uh, things are going okay. We're ending October, which is great because I feel like now is when holiday season's happening.
0: Yes, yes, we accelerate quickly into, yeah, the th- Thanksgiving... Halloween, Thanksgiving, boom, boom, holiday, holiday, holiday. Right, um, right. So Which once my I'm decor- some to. set of decorations are up, there's going to be a set of decorations up for quite a while now. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, um, let's get started. I'm going to start with uh, your, I think, least favorite person in this season. Let's start with Joy. Um, oh,
1: she is, <laughs> and I swear this made me hate her even more, it, if at all possible. It's.
0: I, I, well, before we jump into it, I think a, a part of the if you objectively describe what she does, it sounds awful. Mm-hmm. But it's made worse that she's always whining
1: every time she, she talks. Oh my gosh, she's just she's such just a whiny talker.
0: All right, yes, <sighs> yeah. and she was annoying in this. Segment. Like again, objectively describing what she does is also annoying without the whining. Right. So. It's starting off because Joy, Red's mom, Esther, and uh, Red's sister, Destiny, are getting in a car. So they say they're one sleep away from seeing Red. So they're doing the standard thing where they're getting a hotel near the prison. So when they get up early, they don't have a big a big long drive. So Esther is generally concerned about his move to New Mexico, especially citing the lack of diversity there. And Joy's like, well, yeah, it's not as diverse as it might be here. Remember, They're in, they're in St. Louis. And then they're like, yeah, but... Are, are there black people? And she's like, I don't think I've seen any, which God. is wild to me from from Maryland. I'm like, wait, you've never seen any black people there? This is crazy. Um, So Joy thinks that there's going to be less chances for him to get into trouble in her small small town though. And also that she's just done with this long distance relationship. She needs him close to her. So they ask Joy if she's confident that Red is, you know – Staying uh, faithful and isn't talking to other girls and she says that she trusts him. But then they want to make sure that they're like – but you know he had like other girls send money to his mom, right? To Esther so that she could send money to Joy, right? So like, you know that part. Yeah, Joy doesn't. But she thinks that the weird part about this – isn't that the sugar mamas were paying her bills – it was that she was like, Well, why didn't he just get the money sent straight to me? Like, why was he hiding things? It's like, I think that's weird, the that's weird part to focus on. But anyway, they pull into uh the hotel where we have Erica, Paris, and Louis are Red's cousins, or Louis, and they meet in the lobby. So they were all kids or young teenagers when he went into prison, and they're all but everybody's headed to their rooms because they gotta get up pretty early to get to the prison. It's very much like Esther is very, very adamant and very precise that we need to leave before eight o'clock. And then, I don't know, we see Joy crying in her room for a little bit over whatever. I don't know. They're giving the same speech they always give. In the morning, Joy is doing her hair and makeup to look the best for Red. And she's crying through it about thinking him getting out in a couple hours. And soon Destiny is knocking on the door because she's like, we got to go now. And Joy is like, oh, OK. And she's been up. She says she's been up all night, you hmm. know, as an excuse for being late. But that's not an excuse. If you've been up all night, you should be ready already. Extra I don't ready. understand. Yeah. <laughs> so when she finally does come out to the car where everybody else is waiting, Esther is pretty much giving her the, where have you been? We told you we needed to leave. And there's – but it doesn't go anywhere because there's nothing they can do about it now. So Destiny asks in the car if she ever been out to the sea. To see red, but Joy hasn't. And Destiny's throwing some shade about, well, why haven't you? It can't be money because uh, uh, you've been sending him stuff. You're buying him new clothes. You keep his account flush. So it's not a money thing. But Joy is like, what I spend my money on is my business. And they both, both Destiny and Esther, give a kind of, oh, reaction Mm. to that one. And Esther still thinks – Esther – Still thinks no matter what you spend your money on, the first day he gets out after seven years should not be the first time that you've seen him in person. Um, So it makes the family all very suspicious. So they don't really keep at it, but they uh, pull into the prison prison parking lot to wait outside the walls. And she says the biggest fear uh, she has is he'll get back into trouble once he gets outside. So they're all very emotional waiting for him to get out, especially Esther. And of course, when he finally does come close to coming or like some first-person camera is like opening the door, the episode ends. Okay, So uh, more annoying joy behavior this time. uh, Making everybody wait for her in the morning or uh, saying like doing the – what I spent my money on is my business. That's why I've never seen your brother before and he's living with me now.
1: Right. Um, the second one, uh, <laughs> you know, even though it was really interesting, too, because based on this episode, you know, you wouldn't have thought that Esther was on Joy's side like ever, you mm-hmm. know, because last week we definitely saw, you know, Esther stand up for Joy And be like, oh, their relationship isn't any of our business. Like, why do we care? I mean, she definitely seemed to be like, eh, wait, how many guys did you cheat on him with? Like, this is news to me. But she seemed to really let it go. And she really seemed to, like, love joy, right? Mm -hmm. And then this week, it was just like, oh, my gosh, this bitch, you know, like, just seemed really annoyed with her that she was late. Like, whoa, whoa, what? You're not going to tell us what you spend your money and you have the nerve to say that? Like right. I – no one likes her at this point. And that's – it's like kind of sad too. It's like do you even get that nobody likes you?
0: She does but she thinks like – I think a lot of people don't like her and she has a complex about it and thinks like – and, you know, just it lacks that self-reflection to be like, you know – Maybe nobody likes me because I'm being an asshole. <laughs> like, right. Bored, because right? I, it's, the, yeah. it's the asshole in the morning thing, right? You meet an asshole in the morning, you met an asshole. If you meet assholes all day long, you're the asshole, right? right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I definitely think part of it too is she feels that, you know, it's other things that people are being mean to her for, right? Mm-hmm. And they don't. She doesn't, like, consider that she just – her personality sucks. She's, like, self-conscious about how she looks, right? And that's part of the reason why she only wants to date people um, online because then she can kind of hide, like, her looks, her body. She can filter the shit out of her pictures. And she thinks Mm -hmm. that's why people don't like her. No, people don't like you because your personality – fucking sucks
0: because you you because you make them wait and then when they come and knock on the door being like we were supposed to leave 10 minutes ago you're like oh sorry be down in a minute and you're like oh my that's infuriating to me like i'm just i'm i'm just especially when like everyone the day before was like it's really really important that we leave on time all that matters is we leave on time and then you're like just come down with like no joy in the world being like hi everybody aren't you i'm like Oh, my God. Like, she yeah. drove me insane. And then, yeah, to be like, you don't think it's suspicious at all that this guy you're marrying you've never seen in seven years and you don't yeah. think his family's going to think that's suspicious. You just rolled up out of nowhere two weeks before he was getting released and been like, I'm here. Like, hi. Like, like, Destiny is right to like, give her like, this girl is something's not on the level here.
1: Right. There does some seem something really off about Joy. Uh, I don't know if it's just she's so desperate for love that she's so desperate to have someone accept sway as a as a son right mm-hmm. away. But it just I don't know. It's like <sighs> I don't know. I I hope that she finds someone, but I I don't know. I. <laughs> It's tough because for me, it's like I want her – everybody has a – you know, deserves everybody, to be happy. Everyone
0: deserves to be loved, for sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Deserves
1: to be loved and be happy. But it's like I don't know if I want this person like – I don't know, like dealing with other people who are not damaged.
0: <laughs> right. But it's like everybody deserves to be loved. But like does anybody deserve what this person is going to put out into the relationship right. in the world? Like yeah. I don't think they do.
1: Yeah, and so that's the part that I'm struggling with, right? It's yeah, like, and
0: at the, 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 the end of the day, it's like, yes, everyone deserves love, but this particular person needs to fix themselves before yes. they can actually find it.
1: Right, right. And not, like, traumatize someone, like, you know, yeah. with her own shit. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. It's, it's all very – yeah. So speaking of people, traumatized people. Well, let's go to the traumatized people now. Cause this one was this one was on the rough side. This is the, why we oh, had the,
1: this yeah, is why we the had trigger some, warning. The trigger and,
0: warning at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. So I guess we trigger warning now too, because we're going to talk about some some stuff, some abusive stuff. Yeah. Um, so we open with Key Rock putting on a fancy shirt and praying before getting in a car with Brittany. So they're on their way to have dinner with her dad, um, who was not answering the phone, so she's not sure he's gonna show up. So she, Brittany's hoping to get her dad's blessing before she and Key Rock get married. At first, Brittany is worried, worried and nervous about how things are going to go, especially with uh Key Rock's not-so-great Spanish. They're kind of waiting in the – you know, waiting at the restaurant. He's like, I think I'll say que pasa. And she was like, under no circumstances will you say that.
1: <laughs> like
0: He was like, hola, senor. She's like, better. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> so time keeps going on and not only is dad still missing, but he's also not answering his phone. So, Brittany seems to think, now, but she's been stood up, that they've been stood up. So, Key Rock offers to leave if if it's about him. You know, like, if I get out of here, do you think he'll come? And she's like, no, like, we're a package deal now. My dad has to deal with us being here together. So, Kirok's past leaves him familiar with the feeling that your father has abandoned you and he wants to be there for her. So, an hour later, Kirok's prison mom, Kelly, gives Brittany a call and, you know, she just can't handle things anymore and goes out to cry on the sidewalk. So Kelly tries to convince her that, you know, her dad's going to come around, but did, Brittany really doesn't want to hear it because she doesn't believe it. So this has been going on for years and she says she's done all she can at this point and she's especially disappointed because she really thought her father would come through this time. So then we switch to Key Rock's family house where Brittany is going to help um mom, Tammy, do some cooking, but not before putting on her hairnet. She comes in and Tammy's like, nope, nope, turn around, get that hairnet <laughs> on, we're not messing with any of that. So what Tammy really wants is for Brittany to learn how to properly cook some collard greens, but she doesn't really he doesn't really want to because she doesn't like collard greens. So Tammy says Tammy is uh says that Brittany's big butt uh says that that statement is false. Uh, you like all <laughs> the stuff, soul food that I've been cooking you. Um. So Tammy asks her what her parents think about living here with Key Rocks family, but she doesn't really want to talk about it talk to them about it or about anything Kierak related because her family doesn't seem to accept that. So, Tammy thinks they're missing out on adding another amazing person to their lives. So, then Brittany, they start talking about her history and her family and Brittany tells Tammy all about how her parents were super strict and she like, you know, got got a rebellious streak and at 15, she snuck out of a – out, you know, with a friend to go to a party where she was violently sexually assaulted. So, at the end of the day, she didn't even want to – she didn't tell her parents what happened because – well, she didn't want to tell anybody because of fear about like snitching and also, you know – how her parents would judge her, so she didn't talk to anybody about it for four years. Mm. Um, but she said that her relationship with Key Rock is actually the first time she feels like she started to kind of be healed from this, um, mm. which is why and and she is pretty much in the ride or die. Uh, mode for him, which is a phrase Tammy couldn't remember. She was trying to yeah. hype up Brittany. She's like, you're one of those rider – what is it? A rider person, rider. She's like, ride or die. And she's like, yes, that's it. You're ride or die. So we have Tammy who spent a significant amount of this episode just hyping the hell out of Tam- out of Brittany. Um, so we get to that. So, I mean, I guess my biggest takeaway from this, this whole – Thing is, mostly how awesome Tammy is. I
1: like. know I love her, <laughs> she's so great, but we kind of have already knew that before, right? Yeah, sure, incredibly We've seen it supportive. Before. Um, loves her son, you know, uh, loves like you know, everybody in her son's life is willing to kind of take them in, has been through a lot with her. I forget what kind of cancer she had, um, mm-hmm. that she was sick with, but. Uh, you know, yeah, just always so positive, so supportive. Tammy, so great.
0: Yeah. I, and, I mean, and that was a lot for her to take in, too. Yeah. Like, that's, that's tough. Like, and obviously not as tough as it was for Brittany, but. Right, like, right. That is that is definitely a lot. And it's, like, enough for, enough, probably le- legitimately to have that trigger warning.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think the. When they we got the trigger warning, I texted you about it, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh God, what's going to happen?" You know, and this was yeah. not what I was expecting because I think the trigger warning specifically was like, uh, you know, uh, yeah, sexual like abuse, involving abuse involving minors, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it, so that's, that's true. That's and that it technically is technically true, true, but yeah. she's not a minor now. So I was like, "What? What? How is this going to go down? We don't have any kids."
0: Yeah, we were going show. through all the kids. Oh, who are the minors that we've seen on the, that are on this season? Yeah.
1: Right, right. And so, yeah, that was – we were very worried about what was going on presently. But, I mm-hmm. mean, still, that's – it's very, very sad that all of that happened. I think it's – to me, it's almost even more sad that she didn't feel like she could talk to anybody about it.
0: You know? Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like that That's one of those things that absolutely is apparent that you're like, I would be ob- honestly gutted, obviously gutted mm-hmm. if something like that happened to one of my children. But I would mm-hmm. be – it would be even worse to know that happened and they felt they couldn't even t- tell me about it
1: right. or talk to me about it or come to me for support. Burden?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. That's, that's awful.
1: Yeah. So, I'm glad that she has Tammy in her life. Like she even calls mm-hmm. Tammy Ma, you know, like right, yeah. a mother figure in her life that she can go to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say on a happier note, but not really. We got Andy and Brittany. So, Brittany tells Andy that she wants to stay in the guest room because the previous night was weird. Andy says that he's non confrontational. So, he says, okay. But then, Andy, Andy being Andy, he just saying things to make him sound good, but he really doesn't mean them, right? Yes. Then he becomes confrontational and asks, what has made her uncomfortable? Brittany says that she's feeling trapped and suffocated, and then asks if he's mad. And Andy is just following her through the house. Brittany says that she wants to move a lot slower, like in their relationship, because she wants to get used to being out of prison first. And he says that he has to be okay with that, but he absolutely does not want this to turn into a roommate situation. So this had better be temporary. He admits that he put some expectations on this relationship based on what Brittany had told him when she was in prison. And now he's just confused. Brittany thinks that Andy expected this instant family and she's not ready to be a girlfriend. Andy says they have talked about being married and taking engagement pictures. Brittany says that she's seeing Andy uh, is selfish and she doesn't think either of them are prepared for this relationship to go as fast as it is. Brittany wakes up the next morning in the guest room and doesn't think that she can do this. She didn't sleep well and she hasn't felt comfortable with this entire relationship. She thinks that Andy needs a lot of attention, more attention than her kids. Brittany thinks that Andy is a totally different person. He wants to help bring her stability. Uh, Brittany brings up that Andy was going to give her money in a car, but he used account fraud as an excuse. And this is not the first time she's heard this from him. Mm. Brittany feels like she can't turn to anyone. She doesn't want to put this burden on her daughter, Gracie, and she doesn't want her mom to worry about her possibly being triggered and using Britney wants to leave, but she feels trapped and she definitely feels like she made a bad decision living with Andy. She goes outside without saying anything to Andy and Andy almost immediately calls her trying to find her. He wants to talk over coffee. Brittany says that she's going for a walk and Andy says that she could have told him and he would have joined her and he now asks if he can go with her. He's not reading Brittany's sarcastic responses that shows she's really trying to like ditch the dude. Brittany tells him that she is upset because she's feeling overwhelmed and this is just more than she can handle. She isn't ready for anything and she just wants to be with her kids. She wants space and she has had some time to think. Andy says that he hates that and wants to know if he can do anything like spend more alone time with her. Brittany just wants to spend time with her kids and Andy says that he doesn't want to take away from that. Brittany doesn't want to focus on a relationship and she's trying to be honest with him. Andy just thinks that she's overthinking things. Brittany needs time to absorb being out and give herself some time to see if she's overreacting to things. Brittany says she put all her eggs in one basket. Andy says that he had a whole day of fishing planned out for them. He thought that Brittany would feel better connecting to nature and it would give them alone times, even though he hates fishing. Brittany says she feels stuck and she's feeling triggered and wants to find someone to help her get high. Andy thinks that this is a perfect chance to get back on track. Oh, my gosh. Why do you think that Andy is not getting – that this girl just needs space, right? And he is smothering her, like thinking that that's the solution to their problems.
0: Uh, No, because his definition of what the problem is, is I haven't had sex yet. Right. And that's all he's trying to do. Yeah. Like literally any – Anything that she proposes as a problem is like, well, you know, maybe if we spent some more alone time together, like and she knows what he means. She's not mm-hmm. dense. Like she knows what he wants from that alone time. She knows why he's really upset that they didn't sleep in the same room. Like yeah. every every opportunity is him being like, sex now, sex now, sex now, yeah. how about sex? Right? That that's literally all he's doing. And it's it's supremely oppressive and like not. Sexy, like you know, well,
1: I don't know if fishing would lead to sex. I can safely say it's never led to sex in my life, and if anything, fishing is like the opposite of sexy.
0: Um, no, I think he, he thinks that, like, oh, well, we'll go out and do this activity, and then when we get back home, like, she'll, she'll be, be in a better mood and me. happy and yeah. more comfortable with me, and we can have sex, yeah, like that's yeah. everything, every and and she knows that too, like, literally, everything he does on a plan is. Well, maybe we can get our own hotel room. Maybe we should just go back to my place. Maybe we should – like everything is him pretty much non-transparently being like, maybe this will lead to sex. Like he doesn't say it out loud to us but to me and I think to Brittany, that's all she can hear him doing all the time. Like I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. You're not subtle. You're not slick. You're not moving anything. I know what you're trying to get. Stop it. It's grossing me out, right? Right. And I think that's what she means when she's like he's a different person because when they're talking – when they're talking in prison and they're not going to see each other, they're talking. He's a person. He has a personality yeah. that goes beyond that. But now that she's physically there, it's like – and she's like, no. And he's like, but – No. like, no. <laughs> like, but yeah, yeah.
1: She's so turned off by this guy.
0: So turned off. Like, right. So, so turned off. Like in – like – I mean he and it is just even the way the little phrasings he goes about it I get her are infuriating and he thinks mm-hmm. he's being gentle like like she's like I'm out for a walk and he's like oh why did you tell me you could have just if you just gave me a little tap tap on the door I'd have gone for a walk with you and she's like I didn't tell you because I wanted to go on a walk alone right yeah. how do you not get that I don't understand I'm just trying to get away from you for Five seconds and yeah, he calls, Where'd you go? Where'd you go? What are you doing? It's like it it's Oh, oh. I
1: thought we could chat over some coffee. Oh, it's I like, thought we all could I share all day. over
0: coffee. Oh yeah. my god, that's literally all you've tried. Try something else. And then his little like speechifying in, in his like segments is oh, I thought we were gonna get married. I thought, yeah, you know, this is what you do with somebody. It's like it's it's wild. And do I think she probably when she was in prison probably thought that this was gonna go smoother and that it would be Easier, And they could do stuff like that, probably. But that's before he completely grossed her out. So, we're stuck here now. Well, I think
1: it's a combination of things, too. I think she kind of had the idea, like, okay, this might not work. He might not be the person he says he is when the daughters came on, right? Sure. And I definitely feel like she got some vibes then. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that has definitely kind of started her on this path of, like the ick uh-huh. but at the same time it's like she even says like she has made the mistake of putting all her eggs in one basket not having a backup plan
0: mm-hmm. like that's true hitching
1: her ride to this wagon and not being able to like release you know it's like how do you get out of this situation and i think there are ways to get out of it but she's like kind of refusing to like you know, ask for help. She could ask Gracie. She could ask her mom, Mm -hmm. but she just doesn't want to because she doesn't want to come off as someone who needs help and made a bad decision.
0: Right. But it's, it's, it's frustrating from her perspective as somebody who's trying to get clean that instead of finding that release valve of like, I know mom, I I made a mistake, please come get me out of this situation. Mm -hmm. Right. She's going to try to stick it out to the point where she's, she's, Already saying like I just want to get high, like yeah, you know, like, and that's not that's obviously not what you wanted, the where you want what you wanted to do,
1: right, right.
0: Well, and also because I mean, is she also kind of in the mindset I'm stuck here? If I was high, I could deal with this. If it was if I was high, I wouldn't he wouldn't bother me so much.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah.
0: Not great, she probably could. I mean, well, I mean, she, yeah. yeah, she probably could, but that's probably all where it came from. I just don't, I don't know how anybody can be. And that's the thing is, I refuse to believe that anybody is as dense as Andy is, as he Andy's is at pretending pretty. he is. Like, yeah. oh, I didn't know, like, you know, you know, and you're still forcing yourself into that situation. Like, that. that's it, it's gross, yeah. All right, so speaking of other gross, do we have other gross? Ah, they're not really that gross, but we'll go to Melissa and Louie. So Melissa and Louis are still at this dance lesson, and Melissa is pretty upset that the teacher is saying too many nice things to Louis. She says it's like deja vu of, and then we get a flashback of that yoga instructor that she ambushed last season. Oh yeah. like, So she says that Louis is just a huge flirt, and he's just trying to, uh, you know, she's just trying to run out the clock on this class. So after the class, she tells him, "Oh, you were way over the line," and he's like, "Over what line? You're what?" So he's. He is trolling her out like she you know he knows she's upset and she's trolling her by being like counting dance steps at her. He's like, one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. She's <laughs> like, nah. and she says the date idea was fine, but the instructor was just a thirsty bitch. So Louis's response is not great. <laughs> like, he was like, she wasn't thirsty. She was way too hot to be thirsty. She could get <laughs> anyone she wanted to. And she's like, wait, mm-hmm. she could get you? Um, so then they argue about whether or not this was a normal dance instruc- instruction or not. Eventually, he lands on, I didn't do anything wrong, so that's all that matters. But she thinks he did because he's inviting this sort of behavior. So, this makes Louis really nervous about sometime, you know, when maybe there is a girl that is actually flirting with him. I don't know what the hell that's going to go down. So back at Melissa's hotel, she says their fight was bad enough that Louis had to sleep on the floor. She thinks that he went out to work out or something to blow off steam, but she just doesn't care anymore. So we catch up with Louis at the hotel gym and he still doesn't quite understand what happened. It's not like he can control where attractive people are and whether or not they talk to him. Um, so back in the room, uh, Melissa is calling her sister, her sister Allie to talk things over. Of course, Allie takes Melissa's story completely at face value and asks Melissa and asks oh, Melissa, well, did you put this dancing skank in her place? So Gosh. Melissa's really more mad at Louie, more mad that Louie enjoyed himself at this dance lesson instead of being like, Listen, person, I have spoken for, and I I don't know what else she wanted. So she's just worried that Louie is the same player that he was way back in high school. And him reciprocating any kind of flirting at all is just proof positive of this. But they got to figure something out today because she goes back to New Jersey tomorrow. Louis though is kind of in a uh, women be crazy mode because the only two women mm-hmm. he's dealt with since coming out are Melissa and his mom who are both acting pretty crazy. And so he's like, I'm just glad I don't actually have a mistress because that'd be just the third crazy bitch to worry about. <laughs> so the <laughs> argument that Louis – um, thought was over when he comes back into the room, picks up again. He's confused. He's like, am I not supposed to talk to any women? And she's like, well, yeah, you're supposed to – you don't have to stop talking to women. He's like, well, do I have to be mean to all of them? She's like, no, you don't have – you shouldn't be mean to them. You shouldn't be nice to them. You just be a neutral, unemotional, uninteresting blob with women when you talk. Just, oh, hello, God. my name is Louis. I am shaking your hand. Would you like some <laughs> pizza? So, Louis thinks this is pretty dumb, but uh, without him doing this, she thinks she can't possibly trust him. So, you know, and then why should she trust anybody? He's like, that's dumb. And she's like, well, why should I trust you? You just got out of jail. And that's when Louis is like, oh, you weren't jealous before because you liked that I was locked up and couldn't see anyone even if I wanted to. And she, you just want to have total control over that. So she tries this to be like, ah. But he really feels like he hit the nail on the head with this. At the end of the day, Melissa can do whatever she wants because he's just going to do him. Eventually, um, she kind of in the argument says like, maybe we just need some space. And he's like, seriously, already? We're already on? Maybe we need some space? God. So then we see them in the car and Louis is just backseat driving again, which I don't know why all the people who have been in prison and haven't driven a car for 10 years <laughs> immediately get into a car and they're like, oh, you need to – why aren't you putting bra- you your brakes to turn right? Oh, you need to be in this lane. They're like immediately. Um, so they're just irritating to each other the whole time. So while they're in the car, Louis' old boss, Dirk, gives him a call and says, eh, maybe you should swing by here instead of going uh, – taking Louis to Donna's. So Melissa's like, fine. I'm dropping you off somewhere. I don't care where. Um, maybe Dirk will tell you to keep your hands to yourself. So Melissa just says she doesn't care, she doesn't <laughs> care, she doesn't care. He can spend the night, at Dirk, for, or whatever. Find your own way home. So he walks into the pizza place with, that he helped Dirk found, and Louis can still throw that pizza crust around in the air, and says, you know, <laughs> back when he, back in the day when he worked here, he did a lot of drugs. So Dirk says Gosh. they all kind of knew what was going on, but didn't know the full extent of it. Um, so they both shed some tears, and Louis says that he Louis tells Dirk that it's been five years sober. And going to prison probably saved his life. So Dirk's feeling good about where Louie's at. And he says, you know, he seems like this is the old Louis that, that, I, that I was good friends with and offers him a job. So he goes back in and starts making a pizza and then tells his side of the dance instructor story to Dirk. Dirk thinks that Melissa's probably just feeling insecure and letting her like kind of stay away for the night. Probably a bad idea on the last night there. You should probably try to make up. It's going to be forever until you see each other. And maybe you can even sweeten the deal with pizza. What's her favorite pizza? And he was like, I don't know what her favorite pizza is. He's like, how can you be marrying someone who you don't know what their favorite pizza is? Um, So, I mean, I don't even know what – I don't even know that I have a favorite pizza. Do you have a favorite pizza? Uh,
1: Yeah, I think so. I like – well, okay. Uh, Usually when I order a pizza, I'll order half with pineapple, and then the other half with sausage. I I like both. Okay. But not like, together. That's weird.
0: But pineapple and ham together is normal.
1: Pineapple and ham is fine, but I usually I don't know. Usually I think like the it's ham. Usually 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 the ham cause... does nothing
0: for you, and you're like, why am I getting this if it does nothing for me?
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's more of the yeah. But I like pineapple.
0: Yeah, I usually get the. Spe- I usually I, it depends on the place. I get like, what's your specialty pizza? What do you make the best? I'll eat that. Let's go.
1: Um, yeah, but I, yes, and that's also another point. It, like, depends on where, right? If I go to CBK, mm-hmm. I love their barbecue chicken pizza. hmm But that's not something I would trust other places to make.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure,
1: yeah. Yeah, so it, it all depends, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I don't think that's, like, a, one of those okay. do-you-know-each-other, like, how someone likes their coffee or something, right? That, I don't think it's okay, quite that, the same.
0: Which That one's a better one than, like... People get fixated on, like, what's their favorite color? And I was like, I'm an adult. Right? What do you mean favorite color? I'm not 5 like, like this is my yeah. color. I've claimed it for myself. It's like, what's your favorite color?
1: <laughs> yeah, but definitely, like, know something about them. And it does kind of make me wonder, does he really know anything about her uh, other right. than she's – kind of unreasonable very like, this unreasonable this was not ridiculous make sense to me yes it was super reasonable you just expect him to not talk to anyone
0: no you can talk to them you just can't be nice to them and like he Let's was like well, that's but why am I gonna not be myself when I talk to right. people because you get a bug up your butt about it but no that's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it just didn't make any sense to me. It also didn't make sense to me how she handled like her anger at the situation or her frustration with the situation. Her just to, like be super passive aggressive, like just be like, no, I'm mad at you. Like you can figure out your own way. I'm not going to like, you know, I'm just going to treat you like shit. And mm-hmm. well, and know, then whatever. saying
0: she kept saying, I don't care when she clearly yeah. did.
1: <laughs> right. I don't care what you do. You know, this it's like what is this solving? It's not. Like, what are you doing? hmm
0: Yeah, and it's because this is something they can't solve. This is not a who's going to do the dishes fight.
1: Right. Right. This, this is like a hypothetical future thing. Mm-hmm. You know, hypothetically, women are going to talk to him. Hypothetically, you want him to be mean to them. You know, and it's just like none of this has happened yet. Like, what are you fighting about?
0: Yeah, it's just—I mean, she's just fighting because she, she doesn't like. She's just a jealous person, like, and then yeah. like jealous people have to kind of revisit what they're doing and think if their jealousy is reasonable, and if it's mm-hmm. not reasonable, then because yes, it's okay to be jealous if you know he's going around grabbing other people's boobs. You'd be like, "That's right, weird and not okay. I don't like that. Stop grabbing boobs, right? Yeah." And but to be like, "Oh well, you know." He was nice to the waitress when we were at the restaurant is not yeah. reasonable, right?
1: Right. And it kind of makes me wonder like is he going to put up with this? I just mm-hmm. I don't really take him as the kind of person who has been like walked over in a relationship, right? Sure. I'm not saying that he's like super alpha male or anything like that, but I'm just saying he just doesn't strike me as someone who's going to stick around. Like because, you know, they want him – want to control him or want him to do things.
0: Yeah. No. I, I – and I, I get it because I, I I would be the same way. If I felt like this is how I normally interact with people mm-hmm. and my partner was like, well, you have to change that, I'm going to be like, no. Like we're done. Like I'm not doing that. Right. Like,
1: but then I think about like Christian and Cleo from 90 Day Fiance, right? The- right. Right. Uh, well, yeah, I, the I just day. feel like
0: he was closer to boob grabbing than, <laughs> than Louie is yeah, here. Yeah, well, Christian was. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
1: definitely. But like a situation like that where it's like he is constantly defending himself like, well, that's just how I am. Like, why should I have to change? But blah, right. blah. Yeah, it's okay. like the mm-hmm. difference between Louie and Christian is like. I think that, you know, definitely have uh, outside parties like mm-hmm. kind of normalize or check the situation. But I think Melissa is going to stand alone in this. I don't know if anyone is going to be on her side, you know, uh, saying that, yeah, Louis is super inappropriate. Him talking to other women, super inappropriate. Right.
0: Women that, in every instance we've seen, talked to him first. Right, Right? and like, but then
1: talk to him like in these situations because they had to
0: because they were it was their job to talk to him. Yes, yes, (laughs) right.
1: Yeah, this was just some random girl off the street.
0: Yeah, and if it's a dance instructor, like, well, what kind of dance instructor is like so nice and complimentary to somebody? It was like somebody who wants their student to come back for a second lesson, right? So, like, sounds like it, like,
1: yeah. I will say though she could have done a better job at making Melissa feel more included. comfortable. Yeah, included, comfortable, appreciated. Yeah. I guess.
0: But it's also because it's also because like I don't know. You kind of read it. If one person just like, oh, oh God, oh God, oh well, then you can't. You're not teaching that person. They're just like yeah. off on the side having a hissy fit. And I'm going to teach the person who's involved. Like it, that's right, pretty. Right. It's a pretty. I don't know that the, it's a good thing for a teacher to do. But people without a lot of teacher training is like. Well, okay, I'm going to teach the person that wants to learn. So Mm -hmm. that's what we're doing.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: All right. So last up we have – who do we have last up? Oh, Sheree and Anthony. All right. So Sheree and Anthony are laying in bed awake in the morning waiting for the alarm clock to tell them when to get up, when they have to stop cuddling. So they flash back to last night when she had a romantic, sexy night set up in the hotel room. So we can imagine what happened after that. So she starts asking what he thinks his PO is going to say about stuff, and he says his curfew is probably going to be like eight eight PM, except for his mother is throwing a, a big welcome home party, and for that he seems to think he got permission, or she seems to think he got permission to stay out until one. So she asks if he if, if she does ask if she the one thing she was worried about if she snored all night, and he was like, <laughs> oh yeah, like a grizzly bear, like just constant. It was it was really loud, but. So far they're doing so far so good and they get out of there and they go – they drive to his meeting with the P.O. And she's in the car waiting like always and he's she's worried that the P.O. is going to go back on their word um, or that they're going to – but if they do, they're going to have his party regardless. So as he comes out, she can already see that he has a new ankle bracelet and when he gets back in the car, we learn that it wasn't even his P.O. officer that was there. It was just like some lady that works at parole. So they drive away and he calls and leaves a voicemail for the actual PO and they're both really aggravated. And Charade like acknowledges that he's probably more frustrated but like yells about his frustration like mm-hmm. herself. And he's just kind of like, are you, are you done now? You're done? So, has at long last then. It's finally them to, for them to get to her house. And the first thing he seems to notice – or at least I noticed, is all the whiteboards literally in every room that have schedules on them. Like there's one in the bathroom, one in the kitchen, and one in the bedroom. Um, So she gives him the tour of the place and, you know, he sits in silence and just says like, I'm just trying to wrap my mind around everything. He's really stressed about the fact that he didn't actually get to talk to his PO. But maybe a nap will help. So he goes to lay down for a nap. and While he's napping, Sheree tells us that she's trying to do what she can to support him. And then someone that might have a different idea about how to support him – is his mom, Charisse, who just rolls in and is like, where's Where's Anthony? And she's like, he's taking a nap. And she's like, well, he needs to wake the fuck up. And then just runs in and Gosh. jumps on him on the bed. So then she, after he, she kind of wakes him up and he knows she's there. She leaves him to sleep or whatever. And and Charisse tells Charisse about how he would get in touch with his actual PO. And regardless, Charisse is excited for him to be home. Charisse, she gives, when Anthony does come out and Charisse gives them some alone time, um, you know, for him to talk to his mom. And he asks Charisse what she thinks about the relationship. Sharice says she's okay with Sheree until she gets that mouth running. And then it seems that Anthony here is on team Sheree and warns Charisse that, like, there's going to be need, need to be some boundary setting in this right here. <laughs> so he thinks that she's interfered a lot with his past relationships, and he doesn't want her to feel like this is a relationship that she has say-so in. So Charisse, though, she kind of takes it but thinks he's going to be singing a different tune once Charisse starts up with her bullshit. So (laughs) I guess my question is, but in her definition, what is Charisse's bullshit?
1: Uh, Well, I think it's just her – Setting boundaries, right? Because uh-huh. what else has Sheree really done, like with mom? I mean, mom is always there, right? Yes. Mom is freaking annoying. No, we my goodness, her, she's annoying. Yeah, yes. We saw her show up, you know, unannounced, cooking stuff in Sheree's home. And Sheree's like, what is happening here? And I believe that Sheree has tried to set boundaries with her before. But mom isn't about that. And so that, I think, is the bullshit, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I definitely think like that first time we saw her, like that's kind of her definition is like, why are you cooking in my kitchen? The hell are you doing? She's like, there you are with that mouth again. That's the bullshit I'm not going to put up with. And it's like.
1: like, Yep. So how dare you put boundaries (laughs) on our relationship? That's the bullshit. Yeah. Mm -hmm
0: and so i don't know what she's expecting from what she means by boundaries besides the bullshit and i do think yeah. it's a little bit of hey you know some of the bullshit is how she over schedules things right and it's like this is what we're mm. doing on this date this time ever you don't get any say in it and i don't know i don't i don't know that that's quite what sharice is talking about i think you're more on point that she's talking about like she told me i couldn't do something and that's some bullshit she can't right. tell me what to do it's Yeah, like
1: yeah, when definitely. That what
0: is stay out of my house uninvited? Yeah, she can do that. That's normal. That's right. reasonable.
1: And I think Anthony's going to back her up on it because he doesn't yeah. want mom barging into the room, like jumping on him like, hey, oh, I'll let you sleep now that I have adequately jumped on you and woken you up.
0: Right. And and now that the, the two of them are going to be there together, who knows what she's going to barge in on when she's oh, running gosh. in unannounced without knocking. She didn't knock on a single door.
1: Yeah, like, I know. Right. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, they need uh, they need a deadbolt or something like yeah, a they chain. They definitely or need something. a
0: deadbolt or something on that. They need some sort of locking mechanism on that door. Absolutely, <laughs>
1: right, right. Because mom is just she's wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you could kind of tell that Anthony isn't about it either. Like I'm sure he loves his mom, and I mean they admitted that he's a huge mama's boy, but he's no, probably I, like, mom, come on now.
0: No, and I I do think that. I I, I do think that they kind of had a conversation about like Sheree was like, listen, your mom is being too much. She is doing too much and you're getting out soon. So we're going to I'm going to ride this out until you get out and you can talk to her about it, which is the better move. Like people should talk to their own parents about things.
1: Yeah, well, and that's what he did. So, yep, good for him. Alright. So uh that is all the couples we had this week then, right? Uh there were yeah, a lot that of couples was, we didn't was, see. Yeah, we didn't uh, well it was two. Yeah, Renika and Asante, they keep on teasing. I, I just think they didn't have a whole lot of material. No, I think item. you're
0: right. I think we get one yeah. more episode out of them and After they're done. After this confrontation,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yep. they're done. And then Chelsea and Mikey, which I'm surprised mm-hmm. um, it does kind of make me wonder if Something happened where Mikey, like, ended up having to go back already. Mm -hmm. Or maybe he, you know, just they were separated. Like, um, you couldn't get transferred out there right away. Oh, sure. So they -hmm. didn't have as much time together because some of these couples, they have to, like, you know, wait. Like, even Melissa and Louie, like, how much more are we going to see? She's leaving the next day. I mean, I guess we we can see them fighting long term. But
0: some, But sometimes we do that and then we see them – Oh, it's been four months since she left. Like, is the yeah. next thing we hear, right? So I don't know.
1: Right, right. Who knows? Uh, well, out of the group you saw this week, who would you say is your student of the week?
0: Um, I I said Louie. I mean, with this, there was a couple times he trolled her in the thing, but I feel like it yeah. was a dumb argument that he was on the right side of, and yeah. then he went to his old boss and like it was like oh. When he's interacting with a normal person, he right. can be normal and it's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought he did pretty well, but I actually gave it to Anthony. Um, okay. You know, I could tell he was a little on the cranky side, but for the most part, I thought, like, how he handled his mom, um, how he just seemed to be, like, wanting to follow the rules. I know that mm-hmm. he was frustrated that he didn't get to see his PO specifically, but he wasn't, like, out of hand and angry about it. So. Right, and taking
0: stuff out on Sheree, right. on for sure. Right, mm-hmm. And
1: I absolutely appreciated the fact that he was like, well, we got to do this right. Right. Whereas some of these people are just like, oh, like, you know, yeah, take Louie, for fine. example. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's all right. No one expects you to be at curfew on the first night. No one's checking up on you.
0: Right. <laughs> we can go out of state. That's no problem. Whatever. Right. Nobody will catch us.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, OK. Uh, how about your dunce?
0: I said joy. Um, yeah. God, yeah. There's a I lot of people. But I know, but it, it, it just making me wait when I am like, I I had such anxiety of her doing her. She was in the middle of. She wasn't even rushing doing no. her hair. She had to pack the stuff up and they're knocking on the door. Like that's infuriating to me. I can't. Yeah. It's just so angry making um uh, uh, from right. my personal
1: perspective. Yeah. What were you doing since one in the morning? Could have been doing your hair then. Mm-hmm. Could have been packing exactly. up then. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's infuriating. All right. Uh, what about your life lesson? Uh, so with,
0: with, with Andy, it was pretty obvious. Take a hint when you're not wanted. <laughs> yeah. Like to be around. Because the other thing too is if you try to force yourself into time yeah. and space that you're not wanted, that person is only going to push you away harder. Yeah. That's the only thing that's going to happen there. Like you right. are not going to get yourself more in or make her want you to be around. It's only going to get them to push you away harder.
1: Yeah. That's true. Uh, Mine is towards Melissa. Uh, The silent treatment and passive aggressive behavior doesn't actually do anything to resolve issues It really has no place when you have limited time with someone. It's like you're just going to act all silent and passive aggressive for another day. And then what you leave each other on that note. That makes no sense. No, it seems like you would want to maximize your time with that person. It's
0: just. Yeah, super inefficient. The silent treatment makes no sense to me because you're not – They don't even know what the issue
1: is. You refuse
0: to even tell them what the problem is. And how are you supposed to resolve a problem that they are not even clear about?
1: Right. So just stupid, Melissa. It's just so (laughs) stupid. All right. So uh, we will be back with this uh, same group next week. I don't think we get any new couples. We're already kind of in the thick of it. We might be losing some couples. I think we'll get some
0: couples that fade off and we're not getting anybody new. Yep. Oh,
1: I was kind of confused, too. Maybe could clear it up. Uh, it looked like they were doing a life after lockup or was it a it's like, a, like just an update it's, show? It's an
0: update show where they like oh, okay. they, I think they pretty much a Zoom call with people and they talk about what they've been doing.
1: Oh, OK. So when is that supposed to start?
0: I didn't even see I didn't see the date or anything.
1: Uh Yeah, it, it said before whatever that show they're pushing hard that I fast forward through the commercials for. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so I wasn't sure when that is. So hopefully yeah. we'll have some updates soon because I did see uh Amber on there from Amber and Puppy. Uh, I saw I want to say one time I saw a glimpse of Chase from. Oh, God. Stupid. <laughs>
0: I don't. I really uh, don't need it. He's just gonna make me angry. I'm like, well, you're lying. I wanna you're I want to hear that shit. they're
1: broken up. Yeah, that's what I want to hear.
0: you crossing your fingers for that shirt. Sure.
1: I know. I'm really crossing my fingers for that. Sarah and Sean. Sarah and Sean. Okay.
0: Sarah and Sean, yeah. not Sarah and uh, what's his face, Michael.
1: Oh God, no. <laughs> they're they're long gone. I'm. I actually think he went back to prison.
0: I think he did. I think you're right.
1: Yeah. So I don't think we'll hear from them anytime soon. So yeah. Yeah. Who knows? There might be a couple more women in the mix next time we see them. Mm-hmm. He's had a lot of time to do the pen pal thing, so. Yeah,
0: for sure. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. So, until next week, we'll right. see you then.
0: See everybody then. Okay. Okay.
1: Bye. Bye.